1: WWE releases multiple stars in another shakeup of the roster. We'll have all the details on those names involved and what happens next coming up right now. For Friday, April the 16th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.
2: You've got to be joking me!
1: a year removed from the last time that you and I sat here and went through the list on the day, appropriately dubbed Black Wednesday. We're here again as WWE has announced they have come to terms of the release of multiple wwe superstars we're going to take a look at the list from last night and we will go through uh, the other releases for 2021 in wwe because it's been a busy year on that front so last night some big names being let go from wwe we'll start with the biggest samoa joe Samoa Joe, who was part of WWE since 2015, former NXT champion, got that main roster call-up in 2017, suffered back-to-back concussions and, as of late, hasn't been in the wrestling ring. He, however, has carved himself a niche as a commentator. He worked on the Monday Night Raw team as a colour analyst and was itching to get back into the ring, but simply hadn't been cleared by WWE. When the shakeup came of the commentary team on Monday... It was assumed that we would see Samoa Joe getting back into the ring. But that is not the case as his name has been added to the list of those being released. Samoa Joe put out a tweet last night with a gif of Jim Carrey from the Truman Show. Uh, The little title saying, be well. It's important because it's the gif of Jim Carrey leaving The Truman Show. A lot of love for Samoa Joe. Uh, The general consensus being this is a guy who isn't going to go without work. He's going to be busy once that 90 days is up. He's been offered a deal with Paps Blue Ribbon. So that's all right. Uh, The other shock release from last night. They're all shock releases, let's be honest. Uh, The Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, no longer with WWE. Billy Kay was one of the first names announced last night. Peyton Royce being announced about 45 minutes later. It wasn't until Kay and Royce found each other as the iconics in NXT that they really started turning heads. They got that main roster call-up in 2018, even became women's tag team champions. The decision was made in some infinite wisdom to split them up. Consequently, we saw Peyton Royce forming a makeshift tag team with Lacey Evans, one that wouldn't last as Lacey would uh, take time away to go and have a baby. And Billy Kay would go to SmackDown where she would be touting for a new tag team partner and a new friend, taking a headshot and resume everywhere she went and just steal the camera Stealing the spotlight in the best way possible every time she was on screen. There was some rumors, some talk of maybe combining the iconics once again around WrestleMania. That did not transpire. We did see Billy Kay as part of the women's tag team turmoil match on night one. And that was the last time that we will see her. Uh, now, Peyton Royce, at time of recording, hasn't put anything out onto social medias. But Billy Kay did put out a message on her socials last night thanking WWE saying, "'You fulfilled my dreams entirely.'" She also thanks the fans. And of course, she thanks Peyton Royce. She says, our journey started together and it's only fitting that it ends together. I love you. I'm beyond proud of you. And I'm with you forever. The Iconics uh, added to that list, along with surefire WWE Hall of Famer in Mickey James. Mickey James. Uh, her first run was Iconic. Her second, no pun intended, her second run uh, with WWE uh, really turned heads in 2016 once again. Uh, She came back in strong style facing Asuka for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, However, an ACL injury in 2019 meant that she didn't get much in-ring activity from there. Uh, She's been really vocal backstage as well about getting back into the ring, but that simply hadn't transpired. She had her last high-profile match uh, on Monday Night Raw. It was a title match against Oscar, uh, which was which saw M- Mickey James selling an injury so well that the ref threw the match out. That was a thing that happened. She also appeared on commentary for Takeover: Stand and Deliver. She was on the kickoff show, uh, calling the match between Tony Storm and Zoe Stark. But there is something quite fitting that in this second run that Mickey James has had, her first and last match was against Oscar. It seems quite appropriate that Mickey put out a tweet last night saying that she was grateful for the memories, for the fans, for the locker room, and for the keys to the golden handcuffs. Big things from Mickey James, no doubt. Round the corner for her, Chelsea Green, another name added to this list, uh, appeared in the in a segment with the Bellas and Stephanie McMahon back in 2014 as a as as as, as Daniel Bryan's physician phys, physical assistant. That one. She competed in Tough Enough in 2015. She was signed in 2018. On her first televised match, however, she broke her wrist in NXT. Uh, When she came back, she was part of the Robert Stone brand and looked like there were good things there. She got called up at the end of 2020 to SmackDown. Unfortunately, history repeated itself when we see that Chelsea Green broke her wrist once again in her first match on SmackDown. Uh, She hasn't been back in the ring since and now she's no longer part of of WWE's plans going forward. Chelsea posted last night saying, I didn't do everything I set out to do, but I'm proud of what I have done. Signing off her message with, it's been short and sweet, WWE Universe. I'll see you on TV another name from last night is Wesley Blake joined NXT in 2013 found himself as an NXT tag team champion alongside Buddy Murphy but it wasn't until he started working as part of the Forgotten Sons with Steve Cutler and Jackson Riker that they finally got that call up and he was part of the Smackdown roster in 2020 unfortunately Blake and Cutler were caught in the crossfire of comments made by Jackson Riker that led to the team being removed from television Blake and Cutler would make a return uh, as the as the sidekicks, the lackeys, the the strong men of King Corbin for a very brief time. However, that wasn't to last. Steve Cutler uh, released back in February, and now Blake uh, has joined him as well. Blake put out a tweet saying, "One door closes, another door opens. Thank you to all who have helped me along the way. Much love." Uh, Tucker, the next name on our list today, Uh, one half formerly of Heavy Machinery. He's actually been with NXT since 2013, and so he's been with the company for a while. It wasn't until that he, he formed the tag team with Otis... Heavy Machinery in 2016 that he really started getting properly noticed. I do believe uh, it's a it's a story and it's a and it's a team that got him onto the SmackDown roster. There was a split between Heavy Machinery Tucker turning on Otis, and it went absolutely nowhere. There were no plans following the the divide. Tucker very much languished. The last time we saw him was part of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on SmackDown on Friday. Uh, Tucker posted out a photo of himself playing golf while smoking a bifter to mark the release from his WWE contract. He's making lemonade, he says. Uh, Kalisto is the next one in this list. Another guy who's been with the company for a good long while. He joined back in 2013 a decorated lucha career. sees Kalisto, uh, part of the Lucha Dragons in NXT. And later on, finding success with the Lucha House Party, alongside Gran Metalik and Lince Dorado. A former US champion and a staple of 205 Live as well. Also, he was part of the 24-7 division on Raw. Less said
0: about that, the better.
1: Kalisto's final match, very much like Tucker, was part of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal last Friday. He's another really talented guy who will definitely have work still. Next, it is the turn of Bo Dallas. Bo has been with WWE since 2008. His run in FCW certainly caught the eye of people in NXT. He became one of the earlier NXT champions and really was was a, felt like a good get for WWE when he got called up in 2014, bringing Bo Leave and that mantra with him, those promo videos as he arrived. Didn't do a whole lot. Unfortunately, during his time on the main roster, uh, he would formed teams like the Social Outcast, the Miztourage and the B-Team. Uh, all these stables built around the idea f- of being the underdog. And however, it wouldn't really amount to a lot in the grand scheme of things. They would get over to an extent. But I think the cases with a lot of guys that we speak of, if it's fine for you to get over as long as you're getting over on our terms. That kind of seems to be the message that we get from days like this. Uh, he was uh, last on in an in-ring capacity for for WWE in Crown Jewel in 2019. That's how long it's been since we've seen him in a WWE ring on television, at least. Rumors were circulating that he was going to be he was involved with the Fiend storyline at WrestleMania, potentially playing the role of the Fiend. Uh, not the case at all. Uh, and sadly, Bo Dallas no longer with the company. And finally, Mojo Rawley, one of the later ones. A few hours after this. Series of events started unfolding. Mojo Raleigh's name come up. He was signed in 2012. Got called up in 2016 after a brief stint as an NFL defensive lineman. And and he's a former winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. He was in the tag team Hype Bros with Zack Ryder. They looked like they were building to a heel thing with him, but never really panned out. He became a babyface just before WrestleMania. Started hanging out with Rob Gronkowski, and 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 then that's your lot. That's kind of the end of days, really. For. For Mojo Rawley. Here to talk more about what this means this morning is Mitch Wadden, our editor-in-chief from Cultaholic.com. Good morning, Mitch. Mitch, was there any indication to talent that these cuts were coming?
2: Well, Tom, I think those of us that that work in this world now always get a little bit nervous around this time of year. We know WWE tend to announce some releases in that period between WrestleMania and uh, the announcement of their first quarter earnings. Uh, That's scheduled for the end of next week, this year. Uh, With that in mind, and then the shadow of last year's Black Wednesday also still looming over us, uh, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select reported that words of cuts in WWE actually started to make the rounds uh, within the walls of the promotion a couple of months ago. Now, the interesting thing is, in terms of the specific talent that were announced as let go by WWE yesterday... Multiple people in that group had actually inquired uh, within talent relations in in WWE as to whether they were at risk of losing their jobs. They were told that they weren't going to be among the group released, only to then be cut anyway. uh, A couple of those individuals had been quite vocal. Mickie James had been uh, expressing her desire to get back to wrestling. And uh, we all know Samoa Joe had been struggling to get cleared as well. And he was uh, expressing a big desire to get back in the ring as well. So it yet yeah, it remains to be seen if that's had any uh, impact on their uh, decision to let those two go.
1: Mitch, was there any reason, if any, given for these cuts this year? Because WWE have just come off the back of a record year. Like, it, hmm. it seems a surprise that we would be doing this dance again. Was there any any reasoning given to the talent let go?
2: Well, as, as you say, WWE have, have had a very good year and, and they're yet to offer any official comment on these releases aside from the statements we've seen on WWE.com. But again, there is a report from our friend Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful. And he says that the head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, has been the one making the calls to talent about their releases. And that the company is citing budget cuts as behind the decision. Now, this is obviously largely similar to the reported reason as to last year when WWE released 19 individuals from their contracts. The company were a lot more forthcoming about those releases and the respective furloughs that came because they said that was to do with the coronavirus. And of course, at that point, we were only a few weeks into the COVID-19 pandemic. No one really knew the extent of, of what that was going to look like. But as you rightly said, Tom, when you consider the financial reports that WWE have made public in the year since, particularly that 2020 results report that came out in February, it showed WWE posted a revenue of $974.2 million, which despite COVID was still an increase and an operating income of million million. So when you think about that, that, that budget cuts excuse does leave a little Bit of a bitter taste.
1: Uh, With all these stars being given their release, what happens next to them?
2: Well, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer has noted that all of these released superstars are tied to a 90 day no compete clause. Now, that's obviously differed from Andrade, who was released earlier this year. It was reported that he didn't have a 90 day no compete clause and is able to step into another promotion at any time that suits him. So with these names uh, that have been announced in the last 24 hours, they are all tied to this 90-day no-compete clause. And this also means, in theory, that they could return to WWE and be used as on-screen talent again in the next three months because they're technically still under contract with the promotion. We saw it happen last year with Heath Slater. He was released as part of Black Wednesday, but then was recalled to work that one-night angle with Drew McIntyre on the July 6th, 2020 episode of Raw. Heath Snow Compete then expired just over a week later at one minute past midnight on the July 15th.
1: I think the other example of that from last year was seemingly Drake Maverick, who was released from his contract. And, and and it's still never quite sure how how where the where the art and the and the reality really met. But it was reported that Drake had been let go from his contract, and they even tied it into the angle that if he wasn't to to win this tournament, then he he would lose his job, and then we we saw what happened. He got so far in the tournament and came came up short, but got offered a return job anyway. Uh, so we we never quite got any indications to what would happen following that. Um, so the ninety days. Am I right in thinking, Mitch, that the night after those ninety days, the ninetieth day is a Wednesday?
2: Ninety days would end on a on a Wednesday, and uh, as we all know, there's a particular. I won't call them a rival promotion, but a separate wrestling promotion that now uh, airs their weekly television show on a Wednesday. So uh, there's always scope for it uh, on the 91st day. Who knows? If, you, you know
1: how uh, how WWE recently made quarter of a million selling Undertaker gifts. Uh, I, I would imagine if you had shares in the Cody cupping his ear gif today? (laughs) You'd be doing all right. You'd be doing all right. My thanks to Mitch Wadden from Cultaholic.com. Now, many industry professionals, as well as people who have been there and done that have been speaking following these announcements. We'll start with some news from Fightful Select regarding Bo Dallas. Now, Bo hasn't been in a televised match since 2019, but he's very much been at the uh, the scene. Uh, Bo Dallas, according to Fightful Select, had been backstage at some recent episodes of WWE SmackDown, but we'd been told he'd not figured into any creative plans whatsoever. He'd also started looking into additional business ventures. He was at WrestleMania festivities as of Friday and participated in a test match for a couple of minutes while WWE tested their setup. Otherwise, that's all he has done. Pretty much just been hanging around and now he's gone from the company. Uh, Matt Cardona on Twitter was one of those who was released last year in that huge layoff from April 15th, 2020. Uh, Matt has put out a tweet saying, I was literally making a post about how this past year has been a blessing in disguise as the news of these releases broke. You will all be fine. Work your ass off. Create your own opportunities. I love you, Chelsea Green. You are an effing star. Uh, Also, Heath on Twitter Heath Slater was one of those names that shocked us this time last year as well. And he said, I know it sucks. I was there one year ago today. But don't worry. Keep your head up and keep moving forward. You are all so talented. Renee Paquette took to Twitter, horrified with the departure of Samoa Joe, saying this is a bummer. He also goes on to say about Billy Kay, I don't think we've seen someone able to connect with the crowd with limited TV time the way they have with Billy Kay." And Mickey James is a bona fide Hall of Famer. They'll both bring so much to the table wherever they land. Kayla Braxton, current WWE uh, backstage interviewer, host of Talking Smack, uh, tweeted out, Heartbreaking day. The female locker room will not be the same without the beautiful, funny, outgoing, sweet, encouraging. I can go on and on about Billy Kay. Girl, we will miss you terribly. In terms of what happens next... As uh, our boy Mitch Wadden has said there, Dave Meltzer also puts out a tweet saying, everyone WWE released today can't sign anywhere until July 14th. That is a Wednesday. That'll be an interesting day. That'll be a very interesting day. We send our best wishes to everyone affected by this mass release from WWE. a year on from the last one. And we will keep you updated throughout the day at Cultaholic.com. You know who I am, Alistair Black. Do you know what I am? Because the name and the persona are not the same thing, nor should the aesthetic of the persona evoke any judgmental reactions. But it does, doesn't it? And in these last remaining seconds, I can't even begin to explain the complexity
2: of my tragic character. But as all good things, give it time. And I'm sure
1: that the world that you grew up in will have me condemned. We have an update for you on Alistair Black's WWE status. It's some good news this time. PW Insider are reporting WWE has been filming promos this week ahead of Black's return to WWE television. Black hasn't been around since being drafted to SmackDown last year. He's been conspicuous by his absence since the absence of his real-life wife, Selena Vega, when she was let go from the company as well. Now, promos that they are filming for Alistair Black are said to be about the childhood of Alistair Black, and they're going to add some, some extra bits to his character going forward. Uh, Paul Heyman, a big fan of the work that Alistair Black has been doing, and he's been speaking in great terms about getting Alistair Black more exposure on TV, especially when he was the executive director of Raw. So hopefully we're going to see more of Alistair Black going forward.
0: The second time I oh God! Mia, what a salt by the injured
2: challenger! Conversation with the referee, meanwhile Black's on the apron. Black Whoa. with the Meteora from the apron, double knees, wipes out the NXT champion.
1: Game Black. over, Black. good night, Bass. good night, he's out. Mama mia,
2: does it show again?
1: The voice of Mara Ranallo has been missed from wrestling broadcasts for quite some time. At mark Raymondi of ESPN reporting that Mara Ranallo will be joining the commentary team for Impact Wrestling Rebellion on Sunday, the 25th of April. He will be calling the champion versus champion match uh, with Rich Swan putting the Impact World title on the line against AEW World Champion Kenny Omega. That is a great get for Impact Wrestling. With the greatest respect of Matt Stryker and D.Lo Brown. I think Mario Ronaldo is going to absolutely change the game doing this. He was signed with WWE at the end of 2015. He joined SmackDown for a brief bit. He left his role until the spring of 2017. Well, he remained in the role until the spring of 2017 when he left. Uh, he would return as the voice of NXT. Uh, and it was in August of last year that he departed the company, uh, came away from social media, and we haven't heard anything from him since. And it looks as if a return behind the wrestling commentary table is forthcoming next Sunday. I was up for Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega as it was. But now, with Mauro calling it, even more so. Even more so. The latest on the WWE releases can be found throughout the day at Cultaholic.com. We will keep you posted there. Plus, check out the news videos going out throughout the day at YouTube.com forward slash Cultaholic. I will speak to you on Monday. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye.